Welcome to the Adventure Unfolding Podcast, where we navigate adult ADHD together. I'm Nate. And I'm Jess. I have ADHD. And I don't. And we wanted to share our story with you. Grab a cup of coffee. And your favorite fidget spinner. And come along with us as we unpack our latest adventure. everybody welcome to the season two season finale we have made it through we had a few other conversations planned and some other opportunities that we were excited about but as with life and as we've all learned in the course of the pandemic sometimes things change and sometimes things just don't happen the way you expect and that's totally okay we are absolutely thrilled with the second season and I have learned so much being the one to listen to these conversations as Nate has spoken with all of these amazing individuals willing to share their stories. It has been such an honor to be the ones to help them share it. So today's plan is to go through all the episodes, go back through them, pick out some of the things that really were important to us or really had an impact on us and also just share some of the things that kind of went viral on social media with some of these Mm -hmm. um, and just some of our takeaways. So you ready to dive in? Let's do it. Let's start. Let's chat about uh, Instagram. We had a crazy thing happen. Um, So if you're listening to this podcast now, there's a good chance you found out about it because of our Instagram account. The Instagram account happened after we started recording season one as just a way to kind of interact with people and mm-hmm. interact with content. And, you know, I was experimenting with just putting things out there. Um, when you tell people to, like, reach out to us, we'd love to hear your questions. We kind of went, oh, right. We don't have a way to we do that. We don't have a way to do that. <laughs> so we created the Instagram account as a way to have people reach out, um, which was super great, by the way. So I've interacted with so many people on Instagram uh, recently, it was like a couple of weeks ago, um, I created a piece of content. It was super easy and there was a audio that was floating around um, Instagram on what I'll call ADHD Instagram, um, which is a, an, an audio clip, which is a, um, I'm going to mess up the word, but it is a, uh, it's kind of like a layered music and it was just super, um, I don't know, engaging, emotional. Like she had a very emotional response to this. And I heard it because a lot of people were tagging it. Like a lot of neurodivergent people probably are going to relate to this. Now, I didn't really know why, um, but then I got hooked on it. So I just made a really simple clip of me listening to it for the first time with headphones on and just, just asking like, you know, sharing my experience of responding to this music. Well, that went pretty viral. I woke up the next day to um, hundreds of likes, and then it was thousands of likes and tens of thousands of likes, and then people were commenting on this. There was like 500 comments on it. Um, people started having conversations with other people in the comment. It was just insane, insane. I never, that's never happened to me before. I have no idea why it happened. I haven't figured anything out with social media. Um, but that was just a really crazy thing that's happening. So if you're listening to this podcast now, there's a good chance you found out about us because of that post. <laughs> I say all that because something really interesting happened. Um, 
there are definitely a bunch of different type of people who were responding to that post. They were people that um, were excited that there was another person that, you know, connected with this music like they did. Um, and there were people that were questioning why they didn't have the same reaction that I was having or that other people were having to this music. Um, and then there were people that were just being mean and saying stupid things, but you know, what can you, what can you do? But one of the things I wanted to talk about was this idea of this question that kept getting asked to me, which was, if I like this music, does that mean I have ADHD? Or if I don't like this music, does that mean I don't like ADHD? And it kept being brought up. And I see this a lot on social media where people will try to, you know, I guess diagnose themselves based off of liking or disliking a certain thing or um, some sort of commonality there. And it was a little alarming to me because if you've listened to my story in season one, you know that social media did play a big significant role in my journey to diagnosis. It was a way to help me show Jess how my mind worked by sharing clips that other people created. But I think it's kind of dangerous to say based off of any one thing that if you like it or dislike it, that that means you have any sort of diagnosis. Um, so if you're listening to that, to, to this, and you've been having that kind of question as you've been perusing social media, um, just remember that what you like and dislike is not the reason to get a diagnosis or is not how you get a diagnosis. What you need to be evaluating is are the symptoms that you are experiencing, are those typical ADHD symptoms? And then are those symptoms negatively impacting your ability to live a normal life? And even more specifically, are they showing up in two different settings? So at home and at work. If that is the case, then I would say the chances are higher. I'm always going to tell you, you need to consult a medical professional. You need to speak with a psychiatrist who better understands this. Um, and I think everyone should probably speak to a psychiatrist in general, um, especially if you're connecting with any of these symptoms. So I just want to kind of start this off by highlighting that because it was a really the biggest trend that I've seen from some of our content on Instagram going viral, um, a very common theme there. So, um, well, that was very well said. Oh, thank you. And if you are new and you are for some reason jumping in at this point, we welcome you to go Hi. all the way back to season one because there's a lot that I think our story builds upon as we mm -hmm. share season one. Like we were very intentional about the episodes and the order in which they came out. And then season two is just a wealth of information from other people. And we've got therapists and people in the workforce and people questioning if they have ADHD and yeah. on and on and on. So if you're, if you're new and you're experiencing our podcast for the first time, we what's are up? so excited that Reach you're out. here. But go back to the beginning. And you know what's really interesting you say that. Um, obviously, we are paying attention to who's listening, or not who's listening, but where you're listening from. By the way, we're keeping track of that. Um, shout out. New Zealand. New Zealand. What's up? <laughs> if, you're, if you're the one person from New Zealand, please drop us a DM on Instagram. I want to know who you are. Um, but I'm going to look up is, the other countries while you talk. Beautiful. It's been cool to see 
as our podcast has gained a little bit of popularity, which episodes people are going back and listening to. And it is really cool. People are going back to listen to the symptoms that I talk about, how my journey started, Mm -hmm. and how I got the diagnosis. Those are the three most popular episodes by far. And I think it it makes total sense to me because... Do you know what are the next popular ones? No. Our marriage. Oh, makes sense. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, Because it's just another indicator to me that people are just trying to better understand themselves by hearing stories from other people. And it's just kind of another vote of confidence of why we should keep telling our story. So that's just been really cool. And I appreciate everyone who's listening and the people that have reached out to us that have said kind things. Like that just means the world to us. And we had no idea this would even be possible when you started this. What's up? 4% of our audience is from Canada. Let's go. Shout out Christina to Canada. Crow. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a second. Oh, we can, okay. we can talk about it right now if you want. Then we've got Australia, United Kingdom, Denmark, New Zealand, Ireland, France, Sweden, Belgium, Brazil, Romania, Philippines, Netherlands, Spain, India, Germany, Chile, and Norway. Love it. <laughs> Love it. That is unreal. Well, speaking of Canada, the first person we interviewed... Nice, um, nice segue. N- yeah, well, well, you set it up. You nailed it. Episode two uh, was, was Christina Crow. And Christina um, runs her own. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up because I don't have the notes in front of me. But um, psychotherapist and runs her own practice in Canada called Dig a Little Deeper Therapy. Dig a Little Deeper Therapy. And you know I always would I, I would love to be able to personally suggest medical professionals, which is kind of hard. It's even harder when she's not in the states. Um, but she does have a resource. It's like um, like a, a guide, an ADHD guide. If you're someone who's just recently diagnosed, she has a guide um, available. On digalittledeeper.ca. Digalittledeeper.ca. And it's a pretty cool resource for, for people. So if you can't speak with her personally, you can still have access to some of her content on Instagram and her, her guide on her website. Um, but one of the things that really I keep going back to this comment that she made when I when we spoke with her, was if you meet one person with ADHD, you've met one person with ADHD. And this kind of ties back to my rant on social media, where just because one person or just because there are a lot of people that are supposed to be the same as you, whether they're neurotypical or neurodiverse, that does not mean you have to be like those people. Mm-hmm. And if you are different, that does not negate anything about yourself. It's totally normal to be experiencing different symptoms, struggling with different things, liking and disliking different things than other people that are supposed to be, quote, the same as you and I. Um, so that was just really kind of you know, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were saying this is one of your favorite conversations it of the is, season. I would... I literally could go back and listen to it again right now. Like, I loved how eloquent she was and honest. She was so easy to listen to, and she had so much information that just hit home. Like, she wasn't... Sometimes you can meet medical professionals or therapists who, I don't want to say are cocky, but just have, like, a, I've been doing this forever, I know everything kind mm-hmm. of mental. I guess that is cocky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of mentality and so then they come across like 
they're better than you. Mm-hmm. And she was so far in the other direction of that. And it was encouraging and uplifting. And she was incredibly kind. And you can tell that she really cares about her patients or her clients. And she cares about doing this. And she talked about like championing, I hate that word, other people who are giving out content for free because it's just out of the goodness of your heart and wanting to help people. And that's her entire episode was, you could feel that. Like she just really wants to help people with ADHD and couples and individuals, you know, going through all kinds of different things. Um, I just loved it. Yeah, I, I, I think, I love how you said that. Um, she's, you could tell she's super knowledgeable, which makes mm-hmm. sense because she's a trained medical professional, mm-hmm. but you don't feel like you're talking to someone who wants to tell you how smart they are. No, um, she really cares. And we always tell people, you know, talk to a medical professional. So go back and listen to that episode um, if you are looking for that type of Mm-hmm. Uh, perspective here and she did say in there like she'd be happy to help connect individuals or give resources in the states if for some mm-hmm. reason you can't connect with her um, again it's all the insurance jargon blah 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 that is going to be the barrier potentially but she's very willing to help and make connections outside of Canada if that is something that you need so check out Christina Crow. shout out to the four percent of our audience come from Canada. <laughs> woo woo! Um, so the next episode we talked with Dr. Trish Berg. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have listened to this or not, you know, uh, Dr. Berg is a former professor of mine when I was in college, and we've stayed connected throughout the years with different things. Uh, her son Colin has ADHD, and this was a really fascinating conversation from the parents' perspective of how, a, from a from her from a parent's point of view, how. She and the family have navigated her son's ADHD diagnosis. And from preschool from to preschool. him now being in his 20s as an adult. Like yeah. she gave us the whole story. And it's whether or not you are a parent, I think you should listen to this mm. because I think it can be really validating if you have been diagnosed since you were a child. And if you are like me and haven't been, it's a really eye-opening to think back to your own childhood and compare it to a story like Collins. Mm. Um, one thing that stood out to me in this conversation was the conversation that the, med- her med- the medical professional, the primary care physician, had with her and Colin around medication. And they framed it as, you know, if... I'm probably going to screw this one up too, but the idea that if if you needed to wear glasses to help you see, you would probably wear glasses to help you see. And that's what medication is. It's not going to cure you, but it is going to help you be, you know, be your best or help you live um, closer to your best. You know, it's, it's going to help you. It's an aid. It's a tool. And I really loved how they described that. I think that was a really positive viewpoint for those of us who choose to use medication to manage ADHD. Mm. I loved how she, again, was just like the biggest cheerleader for her son. But she had so many great little nuggets of wisdom for those of us who are parents and who may someday have to go through this as well for our children. But if you are a parent, go back and listen to this because you'll resonate 
with her, even if you're not resonating with her in terms of a child having an ADHD diagnosis. <laughs> so but, true. So true. Um, she, one of the things that she was saying was we expect our kids to be cookie cutters of us. And we think they're going to just be like us and fit in exactly the mold that we, we did and like all the things we did and do the things we did as kids. And she just doesn't view that. And she has four kids, right? Four mm-hmm. or five. And she was saying just accepting them and celebrating them and letting go of our dreams and cheering them on in theirs. And I was yeah, just... Yeah, super impactful. It's amazing. Yeah. And she's... One of the other things that I loved that she was talking about was the growing for Colin at his pace academically. Yeah. Um, a lot of us, we talk about the curve or the educational curve or the learning curve and... For Colin, the way that she described it is more of stairs. And I just felt like that was such a light bulb moment for me, even in my teacher hat homeschooling of going, not every kid is going to fit this curve that we all expect them to, right? They're not all going to learn that way. And we all know that. But do we really step back and go, yeah, but what does that actually look like Mm -hmm. for a child with ADHD? And in her mind, it's steps. And we take a step and we take a step and they might be really small steps and they, we might have to go back a couple steps, but we're still going to keep climbing up and up and right. up. And it just you is might a plateau. really amazing, amazing visual. Yeah. You might plateau before you go up and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I totally agree. That was a really great visual. Um, our next conversation was with uh, Ryan Waldo and we were censoring this conversation around ADHD in the workplace and Ryan had just a crazy impactful story about how his undiagnosed, well, he was diagnosed as a kid and then kind of took time away from really paying attention to it. And his undiagnosed or untreated, I should say, ADHD really brought out this extreme anxiety in him and to the point where it was affecting his ability to do his job. Um, And he took a leave of absence from his job. And his story about navigating that and how he was able to identify what was going on, make the hard choices to step away from work, take care of himself, Mm -hmm. and get on the right path again was truly inspiring. Um, I just have all the respect in the world for Ryan for A, sharing his story because it's not easy to talk about things that other people can view as failures, and then how he has you know, evolved from a pretty crazy place in his life. Um, And Ryan was the first person we talked to this season that is also in sales like myself. And we find out that that's a pretty common theme. A lot of us uh, ADHD folks are in the sales world. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, what were some of the, when you think back to that chat to Ryan, what were some of the things that stood out to you? This was... One of the ones that I'm like, I'm literally getting chills, like listening to again, because his vulnerability and sharing, like you said, what would be considered a failure in the business world is one of the most impactful things that I think people need to hear is that you're not a failure for taking care of yourself. And he is willing to be vulnerable and share that and to put that out there and to tell people that it's going to be okay and that you are worthy of being taken care of. 
I mean, he said he had full-on panic attacks and a mental breakdown and anxiety and all these things that were, you know, I mean, we can we can say it, right? It, he he could have gotten to a very, very dark place. And especially and at the time when he was doing this, isn't now, this wasn't yesterday, when it's a lot easier to talk about mental health. Like, yeah, he was dealing this was with this. this was pre-pandemic. This was before the world started to recognize that mental health is, I mean, even more. So mm-hmm. now a really crucial thing that needs to be handled very delicately. And so he, you know, was facing a culture who was not going to be receptive of his choice to take a leave of absence from work. Yeah. But he did it. And then the coolest part to me is that within day one, he was seeing his medical professional and a therapist and he was like we're gonna figure this out oh yeah how many people can say that they have that much drive when something is wrong yeah i can tell you right now that if that was me day one would have been on the couch just trying to you know quote relax and Mm -hmm. just uh, trying to ignore it so Mm -hmm. kudos to him man i mean that was a crazy story i'm so glad that he shared it and he also shared his list of superpowers do you remember this yeah i'm so glad you brought this up Yeah, you should should go through because I won't remember all of them. (laughs) I wrote them down because he did such a good job. Laser focused, problem solving, imaginative, creative, compassionate, persevering, catching little details in crazy environments, endless energy, zeal for life, and a strong moral compass. And those are the superpowers that he believes that ADHD gives to an individual. I love it. And as someone like myself who's kind of struggled with that whole concept, I really appreciated what he picked and how he delivered that. So thanks to think, Ryan. I think they're all true when you really step back to take them in. Mm-hmm. Check out his episode. That is episode four. You're going to want to hear the whole story. Want to hear the whole story. And then we talked to a different Ryan. I <laughs> like that segue. Ryan, in, Ryan, Ryan. In episode five, Coach Ryan. A uh, couple things about this episode. One, we learned about ADHD coaching. Didn't know that was even a thing. Yep. And Coach Ryan's energy unbelievably infectious Mm. this guy brings it and uh just really appreciated how he goes about uh, building his business taking care of his clients uh, telling his story one thing that really resonated with was his ability to try to visualize some of the harder things around adhd i talk about this a lot jess and i've talked about this on multiple episodes but it's really easy to um, put content out there that talk about the silly or funny things that have to do with ADHD because that's, it's comical and it's silly. But Ryan really took an effort to make content around some of the tough things, like this idea of being in a paralysis state where you just can't move and you just know you need to do things and you just can't do it. And he put some imagery to that. Um, and communicating with his wife and how that can be a struggle and I just really appreciate it when people take the time to try and bring to light some of the not so fun sides of ADHD and I thought he he did a really great job. Yeah I think his mission I wrote down that he said his mission is to empower ADHDers towards their greatness and Mm -hmm. one of the things that I will never forget from his episode is his definition of coach Oh, yeah. Stagecoach, where you pick someone up from where they're at and you take them where they need to go. I mean, mic drop. There it is. Like, that's beautiful. And we all love a good 
coach rising up, helping people, all the sports movies. I'm, I'm here for all of it. So yeah. he was an amazing person to listen to, and he's doing some incredible work to help people. Yeah, so definitely um, connect with uh, Coach Ryan on Instagram um, and TikTok as well um, in his episode uh, five. So if you want to find that in our links, that you can, that's where you can find it. Uh, next was a crazy cool moment for me. We had a conversation with one of my dear friends, Kirsten. Kirsten and I have been friends since high school. And when we started sharing this podcast in season one, you know, we had a, a number of people reach out to us that were total strangers that uh, just found our content and resonated with it. And Kirsten was one of the first people that I knew personally that reached out and was like, hey, your story really resonated with me. I think I'm struggling with the same things you've been struggling with. And first off, it was a huge compliment that someone in my life that I know personally would listen to something that we've created and that it would also help them. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. That was just super flattering. Um, but then her story, I think, is a story that so many people are probably going through where they are unsure about what is causing some of the struggles in their life. Kirsten was dealing with postpartum anxiety, um, giving uh, being a new mom during COVID, um, and just the normal struggles of being a new parent, plus anxiety on top of that, plus dealing with ADHD undiagnosed. So hearing her story of walking through that um, I think is a, a really important story. And we also found out that her mom had her, di- or her evaluated for ADHD when she was a kid. And she never knew that. Mm-hmm. Never knew it until recently, um, which I just thought was, was really fascinating. So um, shout out to Kirsten. She has the most listens of any episode in all of season two. There we go crushing it no thanks for going first though this is like this is why we're doing this right to open up the conversations to have these opportunities to connect with other people and we don't we don't need fame we don't need money from this we we want to have conversations we want people's minds to be opened and Kirsten is a prime example of someone going hey you shared your story and it really resonated with me and it actually kind of fits with my story. Yeah. And now she's saying, I want to go forward and share my story. And look what's happening. People, people are, are hearing it that. and they're resonating with it and they're listening to it. And that means there's more conversation and more connection. And it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. And I think it's, it's just another, um, it's just another example that people are trying to better understand themselves. And they're trying to navigate life and they're trying to understand what's happening and hearing stories of people is the best way, well, maybe not the best, but a fantastic way to start to try and open up conversations and um, hearing how other people have done this. So Kirsten, you're the best. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, The next guest that we had was super cute because it was (laughs) Jess, my wife. Shout out. We got to talk about our favorite thing, our marriage. We spent some time talking about it in season one. Um, and what we were trying to do is sh- um, kind of what 
throwing it back to Coach Ryan, bringing some light to some not so fun things to talk about. Um, we in this season, in this episode season, seven, yeah. episode seven, definitely. Um, our marriage is one of the areas where my ADHD has the biggest effect and definitely causes a lot of challenges in our relationship. And I knew that these challenges were not the typical challenges that non-ADHD marriages are, are dealing with. And we kind of just wanted to try and take a second to explain why it's so difficult and what is it that can um, cause this our, our relationship or a marriage or a, a relationship in general to be more difficult if one person has ADHD. Um, so if you're out there and you are in that spot where you or your spouse or your significant other, if one of y'all have ADHD and you're trying to figure out why is this so hard, or maybe you're someone who has ADHD that's been struggling with relationships and can't really figure it out, um, I hope our story can shed some light on things to think about because um, we kind of dove into some of the hot button issues Mm. with us. And I think this is one of those pieces that doesn't get shared on social media, right? We just see you losing your keys and forgetting where your wallet is and, you know, losing track of time, like, Mm -hmm. oh, so silly. Okay, but when you look up statistics about ADHD in marriage or ADHD and even just relationships as it is, the statistics show that relationships are like the number one thing that someone with ADHD is going to struggle with. Mm -hmm. And it just isn't something that gets talked about. It's like, oh, we all struggle with relationships, right? Right. Or, oh, yeah, marriage is hard. Everyone gets divorced. Like, well, no, no, let's not. Let's not do that. Let's Mm -hmm. not say it like that. Because I think... I don't know. I don't even know. What do I want to say here? Like, well, this, th- this is really, really hard, you guys. Yeah, it's super hard. And I think some of the takeaways from me from that conversation were that... Um, you, you mean our life? <laughs> yeah, uh, from our life before, that we talked about in this conversation specifically was that if if one of the people are feeling like they are unloved, unheard, not cared about, that is a really serious issue and it's a way harder issue to deal with when it's resulting from someone's brain not operating the same way that theirs is and that it's not coming from a selfish desire to you know just do what they want to do and not care about the other person when that person with ADHD desperately wants to care for and love the other person and constantly fails at it that's a really hard thing to navigate, to talk about, and to share. So that was really our attempt to kind of bring some light to that. And I was proud of us. I thought we did a good job. It wasn't super easy, but I think we, I think we did a good job there. Yeah, it's a really good follow-up. We have two episodes in season one all about marriage. Uh, marriage part one and marriage part two. And, and then two. this doozy episode seven. So Boom. Lots, Check it out. Of, lots of nuggets of wisdom in there, hopefully. All y'all married folks, listen to it. Let us know what you what you think. Um, but the last season episode two was one of my favorites, mm. my friend Michael. Um, and as I've learned, as I've been, you know, kind of dived, dove, dove head first, dived it. Head first into I don't As know. I've dived I've it been in. dived it into social the ADHD You're Instagram. Very southern tonight. Um, 
medication is a very polarizing topic. And if you choose to medicate yourself, if you don't, is it right? Is it wrong? Should I? Shouldn't I? How do I do it? It's all very complicated. I've shared my story about choosing to use medication as a way to manage some symptoms, using therapy to manage most of the problems. Um, and Michael has a f- fascinating story where he had been diagnosed as a kid, been on Adderall for a long time, used it intermittently in college, went back on, and then decided, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. He wasn't comfortable with using medication. He was really having a lot of questions about himself, who he is, who he is without it, who he is with it, and ultimately ended up, decided to quit using Adderall and really took that challenge of managing those symptoms in a different way. And I am in full support of people who choose to not use medication to manage ADHD symptoms. What I am not in favor of is I'm definitely not in favor of when people tell you that there's only one way to do it. That if you choose one of those ways that you are either right or wrong. And I'm also very against companies or people who say, you don't need medication, all you need is this. You don't need medication, all you need is a cold shower. You don't need medication, all you need to do is go for a run. Like I am absolutely against that thought process. Michael's thought process is very different and very open and I just really resonated with it a lot. So for those of us who are using medication as a tool, check it out. For those of us who aren't, check it out. For those of you who are just listening, just go check it out. It's a good it's a good it's, chat. One of my favorites. Yeah, it's an amazing end to the season because I think he did such a really such a really great job. I don't even know if that's a sentence anymore. <laughs> um, such a good job of just saying like you can use it, you cannot. I'm not going to judge you for it. I want you to do what's best for you and in this season and he is very clear that he had seasons where he needed it and seasons where he's not. And he's choosing to be in that season now. But he's not just going like, oh, I'm just throwing it out the window and we're right. just going to figure it out. Like, he's being very intentional about his choices. And he had some really powerful, powerful phrases in there. And I don't want to give them all away. Oh, yeah. So just go back and listen to it. Because go back and listen to it. Go back and check our Instagram. It is incredible. We'll share some of them on Instagram this week. Well, this week when we're recording it. I don't know when you're going to hear this mm. or when you're going to li- when you're listening to it. But um, We're really crushing this. We're, cr- yeah, we're crushing it. But um, I think, I don't want to give it away either, but I want you to go back and listen to the reasons he had for stepping away from using medication, I think are just very strong reasons. Um, and that's the kind of soul searching I think you need to do when you're when you're mm. thinking through stuff like this. So... If you're trying to decide, should I or shouldn't I, go listen to Michael's thought process. Go listen to how he navigated this and see if that framework makes sense for you. Um, but that's season two. That's we rough. did it. We got here. And I am, I, I've enjoyed this so much. I've really enjoyed talking to all these people. I've really enjoyed doing this with you, Jess. This has been super fun. It hasn't been super easy. We have definitely figured out what our strengths are and weaknesses are when it comes to producing a podcast (laughs) and editing it and making sure it all works. But um, this has been super fun and we can't wait to see what's going to happen next, which is 
What? I don't know. I don't know. I thought you, I don't know if you knew. I, thought, I didn't know if you knew. I don't know. We're going to see what happens next. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. If you uh, if you want to connect with us, feel free to find us on Instagram at uh, at Adult ADHD Podcast. The link will be in the description I because think there's, there's a, a dot there's in a there. dot in there somewhere, <laughs> and I'm going to screw it up, but it's in our show notes. You can find it. Send me a message. Send Jess a message, and we'd love to connect with you. That's a wrap on season two. Season two. Hope you guys loved it. I love you. Love you.